TheItSpot.com. It clearly is your first time using it. You're listening to Arrow My Shorts with Preston Buttons and the Word Whore. It's hard work drinking beer. (laughs) Hard work. Oh yeah, that made a hell of a mess. Hard work drinking beer and reading stories. (laughs) Hard work. Hello, everybody. Hi. I am Preston Buttons. I'm the Word Whore. And you're listening to Air on My Shorts, if you didn't know that. You did know that. Because you're all very, very smart. Very smart indeed. We have a, a very, we have a prize collection of, of, of listeners. It's, uh, the, it's the cream of the crop. I would say so. It's the cherry Of cherry all on the top. show listeners ever, anywhere, ever, I think ours are the best. We have the most awesomest. The most awesomest listeners ever, anywhere. <laughs> it's true. <laughs> Uh-huh. Uh-huh. That's because we're so selective. <laughs> That's right. Not mm. everyone can just listen to no. the show. No. You have to pass a series of tests and... Um, what else? And they only hurt a little bit. <laughs> Most of them hurt a lot. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Each one's a new experience in pain. If there was some sort of a test to see if you would like this show, what would it be? (laughs) I would love that questionnaire. Fill out a form that would tell you whether or not this show is for you, the way you used to, you know, do the... Remember when the career... aptitude test. Oh, sort of. When the career counselor makes you fill out that... Career (laughs) cancer. Career cancer. I'm sorry, those two words are tied together for me. Um, (laughs) Holy Freudian slip. Um, The career counselor, you fill out that form and they they put it into a computer. This is back in the 70s, man. (laughs) Um, And... It spits out the, what you should punch, be. The punch cards, yeah. Yeah. Do you like animals? Oh, you should be a vet. <laughs> well, I'm not saying it was very scientific or correct. Do you, you like music? Well, then you should be a musician it or pro- perhaps a music teacher. It probably told me I should be a nurse or something, which is about as far off as it could possibly get. Do you like get. picking at scabs? <laughs> you should be a healthcare worker. <laughs> Uh, they're always ridiculous, and you always need to. I think my bedside too. manners a little lacking. Yeah, There's always the um, uh, some someone who couldn't be a teacher that became a career counselor. Oh, of course. Well, I don't even think it it was a specific role. Career counselor it was just the guidance counselor doubling well, as yeah. career counselor for like a week before they let you out of jail. Yeah. The, uh, High school. It's, it's funny because I know a career counselor. You do? Yes, you do too. And um, who? She, uh, she must be obeyed. Uh, she's a career counselor. No and, way. Yeah, that's what she does. And quite literally, 
the reason why she went into it is because she couldn't figure out what she wanted to do herself. That's hysterical. Oh, the irony. There's no joke there. Oh, the irony. She she was, I don't know, she like finished university or something like that eventually. And uh, and then it was like, funny. didn't know what, what else to do. So she <laughs> she went to college for uh, career counseling. That's even, like, that's a step further than those who can't do teach. Yes. <laughs> those who can't do and can't teach. Make shit up. Tell others what to do. Yeah. That's funny. I can't believe you're still calling her that. <laughs> oh, she has the name. If there was a form to fill out to tell me whether or not I am an appropriate Air Out My Shorts show listener, what would the questions be? Have you ever been convicted of a crime? Yes. Oh, that's about it, I think. What does my spit-out paper say? <laughs> yes, this show is perfect for you. Yes. Download fact, now. you should host it. <laughs> Your ideal career is unpaid host of the Eric My Shorts show. Mm. What the fuck was that? Are there seeds in your rum? No. It was ice. Oh. Got getting stuck in my mustache. I have hair. <laughs> That's what mustaches are made of, <laughs> dumbass. Hair in my mustache. Fuck. I had hair in my mouth. I was wondering where it came from. Uh, yeah, it's kind of weird. I, uh, I actually have hair on my head and hair on my face. For the first time in a long time? In a long time. And, uh, of course, the, the face is just laziness. But uh, As so many other things I'm, are. I'm uh, I'm starting to look like Mr. Keaton from uh, Family Ties. Hmm. Hmm. Don't you think? <laughs> Although if I'm wearing my glasses, I kind of look like Gordon Freeman from the Half-Life uh, games. Oh yeah, I could see that. Hello, Gordon. You've got to go kill a bunch of things and. Get Gordon, us out of this place. Gordon is one of those names that just, it's so classically Canadian. I don't think there are very many Gords outside of Canada. It's weird that you say that, but that seems right for some reason. But Gordon must be an English name, um, I would think. I don't know what its origin is. Where's Gordon's Jim from? Gin. Uh, no idea. Uh, yeah, it's it's, it's kind of weird. It's not my brand of gin. I, I so mean, I not that I know many gourds, but Gordons. Or maybe, and too many well, of them are Gordies. Well, when you, yeah, when you say Gordon, it sounds more British. Yes, Gordon. Yes, Gordon. But, but yeah, if you say Gordy, it's like you... They Gord have, or Gordy they have to have is a hockey so stick. Canadian. Yeah, and no tea. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And how? What are you doing? Why is my chair squeaking? Mm. I was just adjusting my position. The Naga hide. Sorry. What? <laughs> oh, yeah, it's squeaky. Like <laughs> you're wearing leather pants or something. <laughs> I'm not. <laughs> I'm not wearing pants at all. There was a Benny Hill joke, uh, like a, a little skit where Benny Hill was wearing leather pants and the noise of the leather pants was drowning out the conversation. Yeah. But I didn't really get the joke when I was watching. I was just like... His pants are too loud. I can't hear the jokes. <laughs> Dumbass. I didn't realize till later. I think I've seen it probably more than once. <laughs> really? Yeah. 
Who watches Benny Hill more than once? I, I had a roommate at one point who seemed to be a fan. Either that or we only had a few stations on our TV I, at I the think time. I was a fan when I was eight well, or something. Because you could see Yeah, titties. the person I'm thinking of also worked weird hours. So it was limited to whatever was on one of our three stations mm. at whatever hours. Did you wake up to? <laughs> totally. <laughs> And I'm one of those people, this is why I can't have roommates, because I'm one of those people that I, I can't sleep if there are other people awake. I just can't. It's not a discomfort thing, it's just like, a, I don't know, something in my head. I was the same way as a kid, you know? My parents were having a party, or, or people over, or there was anything going on at all. Can't sleep. I gotta know what's going on. <laughs> what am I missing? Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> totally. So, yeah, he'd get home from work at, like, really ridiculous hours, and I'd hear Benny Hill music, and I'd have to get up and watch it, because otherwise I'm just missing out. Yeah, you're <laughs> in your bedroom out. thinking that there's a sexy party going on. Right, a sexy party <laughs> in my living room. And then you wake up, and, and you're disappointed to find out it's just some little old man running around in shorts, <laughs> and what he's watching on TV. <laughs> oh Chan <laughs> The man actually wore No kidding Sock suspenders Oh really? Yeah Wow that, No wonder he liked that. Was, that was one of those beautiful secrets Where you know It was just like <laughs> When he <laughs> Put on it. his suit to go to work Underneath those suit pants, sock suspenders. And Union Jack boxers. Yeah, almost always. <laughs> Funny as hell. I'd never seen them before. I didn't even know what they were. <laughs> I just, I have haven't this... seen old movies before? Well, I have this picture in my head of, of him ironing a shirt. And, and I, you know, walking out of my room into the hallway and just passed his door and went, what is on his legs? And I, for... I don't know, somehow in my head it translated as some sort of weird cross-dressing thing, so I just never <laughs> brought it up again. I let it go. It was years until I realized he was actually wearing proper old-school sock suspenders. Because they weren't mm. on his thighs. <laughs> I'm not saying he was wearing a garter belt or anything silly. I, uh, you a know, garter. I've, I've never seen... Thing. Uh, I've never, I've never seen them other than in movies. Well, I, now I'd like to go back in time and you know inspect them further because how the fuck do they stay up? Like, what are they attached to? Your calves? They must be just elastic. That. Well, it seems very uncomfortable. It's like having a sock without elastic on it, and it's just farther up your leg, and it's just it's <laughs> and a bizarre to contraption. One. Bizarre. We should give him a call at some point if we ever get the technology and together. And ask him about his silk, sto him. silk stocking. Yes. <laughs> because maybe, maybe I dreamt this and none of it actually happened. No, I, I could see that No, I swear, I swear he was getting... <laughs> this is not a surprise. He was getting ready for work and he had full-blown sock suspenders on and I... And, you know, it was years and years and years ago. I don't, I don't think I processed what they were. I think I thought I'd caught him in some dirty little scandalous cross-dressing <laughs> secret. I actually prefer to go with that story. <laughs> they feel nice against my mm -hmm. skin. 
These chairs, I, I feel Are like... Are you uncomfortable? I'm, I'm you look like you're falling out old. of it. Yeah, you're sitting on it, like, on the edge of it, as though well. you're in a high chair and you want to get out. <laughs> yeah. I'm always half expecting you to put up your arms and go, eh! And for me to ignore you. My legs Turn need to be in a up. couple of inches longer. Ah, so we have a story here. Good. And that's a fact. That is a fact, Jack. I'm trading. I have heard your desperate call, and my muse has provided a story. Here you go. Sins by Nobelis Reed. Good old Nobelis. Yay! We can depend on him to send us something. We sure can. If it weren't for Nobelis, we would have cut off the audio comment line <laughs> long ago. Yes. But... This actually screws up my plan because I was going to play every Nobilis call we've ever received all in a row and then say, and then just harass him about not sending us stories because he's constantly harassing us about not playing phone calls. But I don't remember ever receiving a Nobilis story before. <laughs> Have we? Yeah, we've read several of them. How many is several? I don't know. Probably half of our... Uh... Bullshit. 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 I call bullshit. <laughs> didn't, I, we, didn't we read one a couple of episodes? No. God, no. I think you have Nobilis confused with somebody else. And you have me confused with someone who gives a shit. I know. <laughs> Constantly. This is called Sins by Nobelis Reed. We sat quietly on the drive home, neither of us much interested in discussing the counseling session. Why did it matter which hand I used to hold the knife? <laughs> I was going to start reading it in Nobilis voice, but I don't think I can do it. I know somebody who can. Oh, yeah? Yeah. <laughs> Wheeler Dealer okay. Robot Boy. Oh. <laughs> they yes. sound exactly the same. Father Greenfield had been stern about understanding. He had explained how eating was a special activity, that we had to approach it with respect because making food involves the taking of life. Oh, how I the... <laughs> agree. Yes. I agree. Eating should be done with respect and with life-taking. Mm-hmm. Big fan of that. How the sacrifice that animals and plants make in nurturing us are metaphors for the nurturing we do for each other and for the spiritual nourishment God provides for us. His fatherly smile hung from his cheekbones like the seat of a child's swing. I thought he was going to say, like the seat of a child. <laughs> he smiled oh. like a kid's ass. <laughs> this is wrong on so many levels. <laughs> well, he is a priest. I know. That's why, that's where some of my levels were coming mm. from. I had said nothing at the counseling session, and I said nothing in the car. I'd heard it all before. I just looked down at my hands nervously, fiddling with the buckles on my leather skirt. Get the some, image some... of leather skirts and buckles out of your head. 
picturing why, one of those. Why is the dominatrix meeting with the <laughs> priest in the first place? Just thinking of one of those matrix wannabe people who hang out at those clubs. Where, you know, like the, with the guys who think that they look like Keanu Reeves. Nobody but does. They, but they, they look like uh, Silent Bob. Yeah. <laughs> I had said nothing. Oh, no, you read that. If I spoke, it would all come spilling out. It wasn't just the knife and fork. There were the carrots I snuck from the refrigerator in the middle of the night, and those thoughts I entertained, those terrible gluttonous thoughts of having lunch with Sally, the neighbor, rather than my husband. Bum, bum, bum. If I was going to keep my other sins secret, I would just have to eat more carefully with Ernest. Ernest is capitalized, so I'm not eating with Ernest. You're eating with Ernest. I'm eating with Ernest. Otherwise, he would suspect. I was smart enough to know that I wouldn't be able to stop. We are all sinners, aren't we? That's what the church teaches. Telling myself I would stop eating in ways the church disapproved of was foolishness. Because the trip to the church had taken up the morning, we had an early lunch. We sat as the law and tradition dictated. Dict. You said dict. <laughs> what? <laughs> Side by side. Is that just a badly placed belt? <laughs> or were you actually making a dick joke out of no, dictating? No, I, I made the dick joke so oh. that I could belt. <laughs> Chicken in the egg. Side by side in our little kitchen, tucked away in the back corner of our house, feeding each other carefully carved slices of beef, potatoes, and broccoli. I wondered what was wrong with me, that even after my stomach was full, I still felt unsatisfied. It was supposed to be a special time for just Ernest and me, but it felt like a terrible chore. Oh, man, this is heavy. It's it is. heavy. It's a heavy, heavy meal, this story. <laughs> I don't know why I found that funny. I don't either. It wasn't. <laughs> After he left for the office, I changed my clothes. I had gotten a little spill of gravy on my corset, and it wouldn't do to be seen that way in public. I stepped out onto the front porch for a breath of fresh air and saw Sally's husband, Randolph, pulling out of their driveway. He was no doubt quite satisfied after his midday consumatory. Sally leaned out her front door. Abby, come on over. I have something wonderful to show you. Oh, that dirty broad. I like where this oh. is going. <laughs> giggity, giggity. I, I like the fact that just borrowing a cup of sugar from the neighbor is a dirty, dirty deed. <laughs> I crossed the short space of grass over to her door, where she met me with a warm embrace. I picked it up last night, and I just have to try it. Oh, boy, I see where this is going. She took my hand and led me past their small foyer, or foyer, for our American listeners, into the sex room. On a low table by the bed sat an odd, vaguely L-shaped piece of silicone. I picked it up while Sally shed her clothes. The short end of the L was a bulb shaped like a kidney bean, connected by a sturdy elbow to a curve of softer plastic. See, I was making a joke about it going in this direction. 
it's kind of like that story that we read that was a homoerotic thing and we were making jokes about it and then it turned out to be a homoerotic thing. Hold on. Also involving food. I need, okay, vaguely L-shaped piece, la la la, and kidney-shaped kidney being connected to elbow. Okay. I had to get a visual in my head. Mm. What's this? I asked. She took it from my hand and pressed the bulb into her cunt, then arched her back proudly. The long end formed a stiff, upwardly curved cock, with its base nestled between her labia, up against her clit. It's the latest thing! Oh, nifty, I said, stroking the smooth surface. What did Randolph think of it? You know him. Doesn't really like anal. She climbed onto the bed and drizzled lube over the shaft. But that's okay. Come on, lie down. I flipped o- I flipped open the- Lead a bit. Let me fan you. I flipped open the buckles and dropped my corset, skirt, and panties by the door. Then lay down on the center of the bed. Sally positioned herself between my legs and pushed in. We chatted about Sally's favorite soap opera, Carsonville Court, until I had my orgasm. Then we switched and I did her doggy style while she told me about Randolph's troubles at the office. Fuck, I hate chatty broads. I know. Gossip, gossip, yap, yap, yap. Hen party. (laughs) And the whole time I couldn't stop imagining myself dropping squares of food in her open mouth. I shook my head, trying to dispel the shameful images. It wasn't right to be thinking about eating with someone else, much less without fork or knife. What's wrong? asked Sally. Nothing. Come on, something's bothering you. Out with it. She was my best friend. If I could trust anyone, it would be her. I stopped thrusting and looked into her eyes, hoping I wasn't making a terrible mistake. I was just wondering... I swallowed. Maybe, sometime, we could have a snack? Together? Her eyes widened with shock, and she scrambled to her feet. Abigail Murphy, she shrieked. What kind of pervert do you think I am? Get out! Oh, Abigail. Naughty, naughty girl. Naughty. Naughty, naughty. And (laughs) Nobilis, we can't have this filth. (laughs) It's disgusting. Uh. It's disgusting. (laughs) It's so vile. No one send us anything about eating again. (laughs) I thought it was wonderful. It was friggin' wonderful. Honestly, <sighs> there could be there could be a whole novel in there, definitely. I'm mm-hmm. all. It's very handmade. I'm, I'm all. I'm all worn out now. I'm worn out too. I I've been. I'm going through my head of all the people I've eaten with and everybody they've eaten with and oh, good lord. Yeah, well, <laughs> you. You've, you've, you've seen your share of restaurants. <laughs> well, that's what sucks in, in, in this, um, in his world, Thing. in his world that he's created, there would be no restaurants. Restaurants would be fucking brothels. They'd be 
That's true. Horrible, horrible places. Filthy, filthy. Woo. Group eating. Jesus. <laughs> yeah, I can't eat while someone's watching me. Um, I need more booze. I know you do. I know you do. And I agree. You get some. You get some. I'm going to, um. Who, <laughs> I'm going to get some. Who wrote Handmaid's Tale? Atwood. Yes. Yes. I got to meet her. Oh, yeah? Mm hmm. She's just as ugly in person? She's not ugly. <laughs> She's not ugly. She's lovely. A little stuffy. Stuffier than you would think, but yeah, no, very lovely. That, anyway, that reminded me very much of Handmaid's Tale. I've never read anything by her. Oh, I thought you had to read it. We had uh... to read it. Which is a shame, because I think I would have enjoyed it much more if it hadn't been required reading. I actually, I had to read it in my sociology course as well as in English. I, uh... But the purpose for both was entirely different, so I did end up reading it twice anyway. Mm -hmm. And the movie, very, very awful, doesn't do it justice movie, starred... Poor um, Liam Neeson's wife who died just this year, wasn't it? Yes. Several months ago, but within the year. Yes, I believe she was the star of that. Unless I am mistaken. I think, uh, I'm not sure, but I think you might be right. I, um, no, I never, I never read her because they always switch the books around, and oh. so... You know, the grade 11s were doing it when I was in grade 10, and then when I was in grade 11, the grade 10s were doing it or something like that. So I see. I've never read anything by her. Perhaps you should. I'm going to deal with this also. What are you dealing with? Oh, yes, please. And you might as well get me a beer on your way back. <laughs> anyway, I don't know why it reminded me of that, but it did. Theitspot.com Penis. Could you play that on your podcast, please? Just like you don't have to. Just yeah. It'd be nice. Oh, um, could, could you throw in Thomas that that name somewhere? That would also be nice. All right. Well. I'll check y'all later. Good job, Nobilis. I think it was an excellent contribution. That's not a twist off, man. I need an opener. Excellent contribution. Don't you think? Yes. <laughs> My first time using it. Goodness. <laughs> I feel so privileged. Yeah, fuck. It clearly is your first time using it. Have you ever opened a beer bottle before? Thank you. For your papa. <laughs> probably. But more for you, probably. <laughs> yes, probably. Okay, <sighs> well that was another episode of Air Up My Shorts. Where our quality of 
short stories has escalated rapidly with the nobilis submission. And I do mean submission. Rawr. Since your shorts at uh, shorts at the itspot.com. That's shorts at the itspot.com. Join, join the Facebook group if you feel so inclined. <laughs> with all the activity that's going on. on <laughs> it's that. a flurry of activity. And of course our forms at the itspot.com slash forms. And uh, join the community if you are of the caliber. Yeah, if you filled out the form and it spat out that you should. Only then, though. Only then. We'd like to retain our caliber of listeners. Mm -hmm. Standards. Yep. And uh, call our audio comment line. 30576-SHOWS. As in, shows me your... Cup of sugar. You've been listening to Air Out My Shorts with Preston Buttons and the Word Whore. Air out your shorts by sending your short stories to shorts at theitspot.com or visit us at our website at theitspot.com. Air out my shorts. My shorts. Pay attention to the song, motherfuckers. Buy our stuff, make us rich. Official Air Out My Shorts merchandise available now at cafepress.com slash airoutmyshorts. Me. Thomas. This show is a member of the Pod Riot Network. Let the riot begin. Pod Riot.